welcome to Writing Easy, a podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be not easy, and tries to make it just a little bit more easy. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. Today, we're going to talk about outlining. Yeah. If you were a... If, <laughs> yes, you love this. You, Miss Plotter. I am a... I'm a I've heard Plotzer. I've heard... What was the other one I heard? Plantzer. Planter. Oh, yeah. Planter, Plotzer, Plotter. <laughs> I, I like Plotzer because it just sounds a little less organized, which is what I am. And I struggle a lot with... I spent probably most of my time writing trying to figure out the plot. And then everything else kind of happens at the same time. But you're a big old plotter. Yeah. And I, I do outline. So I thought what we could do today is talk about, you know, how different outline techniques, different ways of doing it, different way, what it does, what it doesn't do. And, you know, we'll probably have come back to this topic because there's a lot here, but we could start on it today. Yeah, sounds good. I'm excited. So how did you, okay, so tell me this, how did you know you were a, a plotter? Uh, like, how, did you, yeah. I wrote a book for NaNoWriMo without a plot. <laughs> And I had no plan, no outline. And I was like, I have an idea. I'm just going to do it. And I did get the 50,000 words, but it was the most horrific thing I've ever written. And it was (laughs) incredibly painful to edit. And I probably lost a good 80 to 90% of the story in edits and revision because I was still finding the story. And I hate editing just naturally. Like, I hate that process I'm not good at it and the volume of pages like I didn't know how to manage Mm -hmm. the edits and the revision so I was just like no there's got to be a saner way to write to just like sit down at the computer and type stuff out like I would just forget character like I would change characters names midway through or add a character or kill off a character and then forget forget that I did that and I'd go on some other tangent like in the middle of a in in act two right (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, that uh, that sounds very familiar to me. That's basically every first draft I write is just, you know what? I don't know, whatever stuff. Um, and yeah, I've always wished I could I could outline, but every time I try to, I come up with an outline that seems all right, and then I go to actually write it, and then things happen just because it's time for them to happen. I don't have that through line real well, so yeah, yeah it goes back and forth. So okay, so you're gonna plot something out. Are you a, I know there's lots of different things I've seen. People do, they've got uh, sticky notes. People do, um, you know, there's like graphs. People just type it all out. I, I know someone who's just like, oh, well, I just type chapter summaries of everything. I just like, here's what my summary is going to be. And I'm going to type a ch- summary of each chapter. And then I write that, which I don't, that I, I don't like that person very much. I've never <laughs> met them, but I, that's not fair. Yeah, that's hard. That, that would be hard to do. That's ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that is apparently... Uh, someone someone out there is writing books that way and if it's you well you know who you are you know what you've done (laughs) right you need to think about yourself for a while so what do you do when it's time to start okay time to start a a thing let's let's write this outline first of all is that the first thing you do no right it's not usually I'm starting with well it depends because I kind of do it in tandem I kind of start with character development and the world and like a central you know the central idea of Mm -hmm. the story And then I'll play around with the plot a little bit and then I'll jump into character development and then I'll go back to plotting. So they kind of go simultaneously because I Mm -hmm. think the best plots are very heavily character driven, meaning that Mm -hmm. the actions that are happening are happening as a result of the character's personality and the way they respond to stress or trauma or Mm -hmm. shock, right? As opposed to 
me just picking elements that seem really good or create conflict and have a strong plot, but they're not connected to like who that character is. Right. Okay. So let's say you are going to, so you're going to outline what, like physically, what do you do? Are you a, are you a write it down? Are you a sticky note? Are you a tattoo on your flesh? What, how do you do it? <laughs> I have issues with commitment. So, okay, so tattooing is right out. <laughs> tattooing <laughs> off the board. Um, <laughs> I also can't, I can't even write it down. Like I can't write on a blank piece of paper. I have to use post-its or dry erase okay. boards. Like I have to, I prefer post-its because it's easier to write an idea and capture it and move it all over the place. So I use like butcher paper or like flip chart paper or something that I can yeah. um, hang that's a big white space. And then I use color coded post-its and move them around. So I just jot all the scenes that I think I want in the story. And then I start to organize them and figure out, okay, is this going to happen in the first act or is it in the third act? Or, and I start looking for the major turning points or, you know, like the act breaks, like when we're rolling into a new act of the story, those I try and nail down first um, because everything else in between those is, is driven from those big turning points. Wow. I can't even imagine like what, how do you know the turning? That doesn't make any sense to me at all. <laughs> well, I don't get it right on the first time. I mean, that's the other. That's also good to, but okay, so how do you know you got it wrong? Like, do you start writing and go, oh, this sucks and go back to your outline? Or are you just, you're looking through your outline and you're like running through the story? Or how do you? Yeah, it's usually not, it's usually reviewing the outline. So one of the things that I'll do is like, I'll put like, like, let's say like, I know where the end is. And then I'm thinking, okay, it's kind of like, a road trip, right? Like, you know, I need to get to this mm -hmm. destination. So I, that's the first thing I do. I do, I, there are no surprise endings. I know what the end is going to be. Yeah. And um, I have to be mapped, like driving towards that end. And then I think mm -hmm. about like, what are the things that are going to drastically shift the story? So, because my stories all have like, not necessarily high stakes, but they're, they're, um, I don't know, like they're all very much, like suspenseful and surprises mm -hmm. and lots of twists and turns. Um, and so I always think about, okay, in the unciting incident, this is what's happened and this is what the characters think is the problem. And at mm -hmm. that act one break, something new is going to be revealed that mm -hmm. allows them to discover that that's not really the problem, right? Or that this is bigger than what they originally thought, or they're going to be going into this new world that they didn't know existed. So like okay. with those kinds of questions, that's how I start my mile, my milestones, like the act breaks is really thinking about yeah. what is the big turning point that is going to change the story, raise the stakes and more deeply invest my character so that they can't go backwards. So it takes you a while to figure out what that sort of thing is going to be. Yep. And sometimes like it's you sit wrong. Down and go, <laughs> okay. And but but now when you go wrong, that doesn't mean you have to throw away everything you've already done or does it? No, it, do, it, it certainly doesn't. Usually when it goes wrong, that just means that it's a few beats, like a few scenes after that thing that I thought was really important. Um, okay. That's actually happening earlier in the story or later in the story. Usually it's more about pacing. I put the scenes in mm. the wrong spot um, and I start the story too early. And sometimes that act one break, I'm like, oh, actually that's the inciting incident. So everything in act one mm -hmm. needs to go. That's just backstory for me, but that's not the start of the, the novel. Okay. So, so the events aren't really the hard part. It's the, you, you have the idea of what the events are going to be. 
because you've got the character stuff in place to help you. Yeah. And I think the good thing about an outline is you're not, you may, I may spend weeks on an outline. That's the other thing. It's like, I don't go, okay, I've got two days to figure out this outline and then I'm jumping into the story. Like I really have learned to take my time with the outline and to revise it. So to take it, to do it, to let it sit, to share it with others and get feedback. I think a lot of writers are Ah. afraid to do that because they're like, somebody's going to steal all of my ideas. And I'm like, nobody has time to write your novel. (laughs) You're not going (laughs) to steal your outline and write the entire book. It's not. And even if they do, it'll be completely different. Right. And so it's like, let that go. (laughs) And give some people your outline because they can also say, hey, it would actually be more interesting if this were the conflict or, you know, if this thing that happens in Act 2 actually happened in Act 3. I'm, I'm learning some things here because the, the fact that you take a long time that you get um, get feedback on it. It sounds like what you're doing is a more efficient way of writing a first draft. Yes. You're basically like you're writing of, the first draft. <laughs> but you're just you're not writing it out in prose. You're writing it out in like bullet points. Mm-hmm. Now, how in-depth is your is your outline? Like, So is it sticky notes the whole time, and then you take the sticky notes and you write off that, or do you turn that then into a summary? Because that's something I like to do. I like to write synopses Ugh. from different characters' points of view and stuff, because that helps me see the um, the motivations and stuff. Those kind of, you know, that helps me keep from writing a an outline where, well, it's time for this to happen now, and so it does, which is my big problem. So if I write in a synopsis, I stay closer to the character's point of view. And it, for some reason, that just helps me think of that. Yeah, I think for me, it depends on what I'm working on. So if I am working on a novel, like a lot of my novels have multiple POV characters. So I will end up using mm-hmm. like a, an Excel sheet or a Google sheet where I'm chron- I'm doing the story chronologically from each perspective so I can keep track of where the characters are Mm -hmm. and what they know, but also see the big picture flow of events. Um, Mm -hmm. So I found that helpful. I always move it from the post-its to a digital version. Um, Mm -hmm. But if I'm doing, like when I'm doing television, I do write outlines and they're very in-depth. My outlines in prose or narrative for books are not as Mm in-depth. It's more like, this is the scene that needs to happen. These are the characters that need to be involved in it. And uh, here's the goal. Like, here's the intention. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't even know exactly where that scene is going to take place. Like, I just need, I okay. just know what's going to happen. And I need, like, I, I know the motivations of the characters and their goals. Um, yeah. So that's what keeps it interesting for me when I'm writing longer prose, because I'm still discovering that. I'm still building some of the world as I'm writing, Whereas yeah. if I'm doing a script, it's everything's in there already. <laughs> like I know exactly okay. where the scene is, what time of day it is, and who's involved. So and I sometimes even have dialogue in my outlines. Okay. So really it's just kind of almost almost transcribing and, you know, puffing a little air in there, you know, when you're doing a television script. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you have such limited time. And I think the other mm-hmm. thing is with TV, scenes are different <laughs> than they are in books right and so the idea is like a scene is anytime we change locations like that's listed as a scene in the screenplay which means you end up having sequences and not scenes and things get really weird in terms of the structure so it's like it's important for me to know and understand like exactly where we are and what's being shot which is not something you have to worry about in um in, in prose or in a novel right yeah 
And there's, you know, the actors do more work than the, you know, you don't have to cover all the emotional beats and everything. They have to be in there, but the actors will do a lot of that, will convey that in their work. So that changes things a little bit, too. Yeah, a lot of it's like taking, a lot of it's making sure that there's enough seeds for the actors and the director to go on so that your vision isn't lost, which is actually a lot harder than it sounds because you don't want to be like too dictating so that they feel like, oh, there's nothing for me to do because you just told me to get up and walk over to this corner and like, I don't want to get up and walk over to that corner, (laughs) you know, or I don't want to yawn. I don't want to smile when I say that line. So like it's learning how to take that stuff out, but also make sure that it's clear that this character is frustrated or this this person mm-hmm. is hiding something. And how do you do mm-hmm. that in a way that is revealing enough to the actors and not and also keeps some of the suspense and the engagement for people who are reading the script and hopefully going to buy it and make it? Yeah. That's so crazy that for TV, and I, we're going off the topic here, yeah. but for TV, you have so many different audiences. Like yeah. you're, you're writing to please the, you know, whoever's going to buy it. You're also writing to communicate secretly to the actor and director and then also, you know, the actual audience, you know, like it's amazing, but that's off the topic, off the topic. But that's why, so, that's uh, why outlines are so important in film and television yeah. and it's a lot of money too. So it's like people want to know right. what you're writing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Like, I don't know, it'd be fine. Like, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. No. Um, cool. And, and I think what I'm, what we're hearing here, um, because my, my process is not, is I do outlines, but I do, I do it different every time and I'm always playing around with it and it's it's the hardest part for me. But from what you're saying, it makes me realize that what I'm doing is kind of the same thing. I just use different techniques. So what I'll do is I will write, um, I write sort of like half scenes. Like I'll write some bits of scenes, but then I'll summarize some stuff or I'll like fill in this and, and do that, which I think is is probably not too different from your outline, I just do a lot of it in prose, like I said, because it helps me stay in the place of the scene and not just start plunk, plunk, plunk things in there just because they need to be plunked in there. Um, and then I'll also sometimes I'll write a synopsis. And then sometimes, like right now, I, I'm feeling a little, my story feels a little off. So I'm actually taking some big pieces of paper and I'm kind of doing your uh, outlining process in reverse where I'm taking what I've written already and I'm outlining it on sticky notes so I can see where those things are. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if I could do it the other way, but I don't think I can. I can't think of anything. You know, like, I just, it doesn't, like, I don't know. Like, they, something's going to happen that they won't understand. Like, well, like, what? I don't know. Like, I understand what they're supposed to feel, but I can't, I can't back into that. Um, yeah. Which I think is okay. But, you know, that, yeah. And that's the point. And that's what I'm trying to convey is that everyone comes up across this a different way. And, you know, you get, oh, you're a pantser, oh, you're a plotzer, here's how to outline, here's how to do this. And all of these techniques, are none of them are, are gospel. They, you have to try them and find which works. Um, you know, like I might, I might try these sticky note things at some point. You know, like, oh, let's give this a try, you know. And I think it's important for us to share with each other what our processes are. It, just in a, well, here, I tried this, you know, yeah. this, this might be a thing. Um, so that's part of what I wanted to do today, and I think that's what we're doing today, is just kind of like, well, here's what works for us. Here's our things. Uh, you might find something in there that's helpful. But, but as a writer, I think it's important that we talk. This, these are the sort of things we need to share with each other is is the, these process things that I think we don't talk about as much. Because what happens is it's, well, here's the right way. You know, here's how to do this. Here's how to do that. And it becomes more authoritative as opposed to, you know, tricks, tips and tricks. 
I don't like that phrase. Um, <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Do you think that happens or am I uh, just missing him? No, no I, I think you're right. And I think it's partially because the writing process is so long and mysterious, right? To invest, you know, hundreds of hours mm-hmm. to work on something for a year, two years or, or more is it's a huge chunk mm-hmm. of your time and your energy. And so we're all like, I want to know how to do it right. I don't want to waste that time. And I want to make sure that I have a product mm-hmm. or a story that that is meaningful and that matches the vision that I had in my head when I thought it up. Um, but mm-hmm. I think because that process is so long and so labor intensive, we often don't get as many cycles of practice to then be able to say, mm-hmm. this is what works for me. And so by sharing this with other writers and talking about it with other writers, you're like, oh, I never would have thought of that. I could have, you know, it'd been 20 years before mm-hmm. I stumbled across this technique. Uh, I think it's really helpful for us to bounce around ideas just as suggestions or just as hey, this kind of thing worked. Maybe try it. Maybe don't. Yeah. It's up to you. Exactly. That's what we need to talk. And this, these aren't trade secrets. These, there's nothing you're going to reveal that's going to ruin your your work. Um, and there's nothing anyone's going to tell you that's the, the full-on answer and the, the right way, no matter who it is telling you. I don't care who it is. Like, they're not going to give you the one thing that's going to fix everything, sadly. No. Um, so feel free to try and reject and tweak whatever any of these techniques you hear about um and make them work for you because it's so individual yeah well i think i think we've we've beaten that one to death that's great and we'll talk more about like different processes different things we try and stuff on here i think that's gonna be something we do more often um the only uh, you know i i could lie and say hey go uh, check out our social media but I've been avoiding social media so much lately. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. We're not there right now. We, it might be later. I don't know. Um, but do, if you can, please go to the Apple podcast land and uh, leave us a rating, a review. And uh, anything else, uh, Michelle, you want to? Well, Michelle, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell just happened to my brain? It's taking a nap. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's been a day. Let's try that again. Anything else, Melissa? Anything else, <laughs> Melissa, you want to plug? You want to mention? No, I just want I want people to write. Try and write, try and create, and don't put pressure on yourself. Oh, that's beautiful. I like that. And then also remember that writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. And not Michelle at all. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. What the hell? <laughs> Why did my brain do that? I'm so nervous.